1: All right, everybody. Pro wrestling is broken, and we're about ready to fix wrestling. Randall and Rollin fix wrestling.
2: Hashtag still out long podcast.
1: All right, everybody. This is the debut episode of the new spinoff, um, and what a way to start it with our very first review of an AEW PPV that we watched. I can attest it because I still have the bucket of tears.
2: And if there's something that needs fixing, there was a lot, there was a lot on this show that needed to be fixed.
1: Let's start with, before we get in, before we run down and actually um, cover everything here. As we said, I was looking forward again, varying degrees of looking forward to every match other than the street fight and the Miro Sabian wow. everything else I had a, a varying degree of, of wanting to see um, and that starts with Young Buck's inner circle and, and especially in that one for me I wanted to see what were they going to do? Was it going to be all spots and flip flop and fly? And was Jericho and and, um, MJF just going to go along with it? And that's what they're going to do. Because neither of them, that is what they do.
2: No, that is not the straw, especially at at this point in his life and career for Chris Jericho. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy who struggles to do a lion salt. Yeah. More often than he does not.
1: Yeah. And, keeps doing the things to prove that he can do them but keeps still looking like every time oh god he's going to really hurt himself and honestly it wasn't a bad match and it wasn't no, as, it wasn't as flip flop and fly as i was expecting
2: i i honestly this this match i'm not surprised it was the opener i did find it funny or maybe ironic that after uh, uh, whichever buck made the Chris Jericho, you'd be curtain jerking at the performance center. If it wasn't for AEW comment on dynamite, that they're jerking the curtain on the pay-per-view just found that very, very interesting. And which, by the way, real quick on that, uh, Matt Jackson, I think it was you, you do realize that the guy you just insulted by saying he'd be curtain-jerking at the Performance Center if there was no AEW was your first ever AEW champion. So your first champion would be curtain-jerking at the Performance Center. That should th- You just basically inadvertently shit on your entire roster as crap. Good job, buddy. Good job.
1: Right, a couple quick things before we even get into the match. Uh, these just amuse me on, on those kind of notes. Why wasn't the Bucks family sitting near them? No idea. And so I thought, well, this must be a, foresh- a slight foreshadow that something's going to happen. No, it was not. Nothing happened. They didn't even show them again on camera. Nope. But yet at the beginning of the match, Balding Buck has to run all the way over. Them not capture whatever the... Good luck thing was, and then him slide back into the ring. So again, great production. Which between Revolution and Dynamite this week, clearly your forte is production. Yeah. But congratulations, yeah. Tony Khan, for going Tony Khan, Tony Khan, Tony Khan, Tony Khan, for going onto Twitter and saying thank you TNT for fixing the audio really quick. Mate, way to make sure that you blame the person paying you. Uh, well, Brilliant. That's, that's
2: like the, uh, based really, on this week, that's a t- that that seems to be a Tony Khan staple.
1: Really does, uh, I mean, doesn't it? Th-
2: this is this is him embracing his inner Eric Bischoff and blaming everybody else.
1: And honestly, we're gonna this will be a subtle thing, and we'll try not to keep bringing it up ad nauseum and calling it out. But just just keep looking at wwc era. Eric Bischoff, and tell me you don't see the absolute bright ass color similarities. So just tell me you don't. The only sad news is they don't got no NWO.
2: Yeah, they don't have they don't have a Hulk Hogan. They do not. Um, oh, but Green they but they have Sting. They, they got Sting. They have got Sting. <laughs>
1: right um tony shivani the worst announcer in pro wrestling right now what a great comment at the beginning of this match careers are on the line my comment to that who's exactly who who doesn't have a career because the people who lost they were they they're, were on dynamite. They are they were your main event on dynamite, and they
0: weren't even wrestling. Yeah. So what what careers were on the line? Also,
1: I don't even know how this is a sentence. Once again, Tony, I'm uh, a piece of shit announcer. Shivani, at Randall Show, please
0: come at me. Buck's look is not a look of intimidation. Do you mean they
1: don't look intimidated?
0: Or they don't
2: look intimidating.
1: Or intimidating. Because not a look of intimidation doesn't work. Just structurally, buddy. It sounds awkward. I actually went back and listened to it a second time because I wasn't sure if that's what you said. And then I wrote it down because it's exactly what you said. All right. Again, now it actually into <laughs> all of the the actual the match. Like I said, it wasn't as it wasn't as flip flop and fly from um, the from the bucks that I was expecting. So that was a plus. But here's a negative, And you go into and this and it can, we'll kind of bounce back and forth a little bit. We'll try to keep this pretty revolution um, centric. But you go to. Uh, whatever beard bucks match versus Phoenix. I need somebody to sell. Love a God. Cause the, the worst part is I think that you think that you are selling and that's actually when it's become worse for me. Like when you just weren't selling. Okay. But there's times I think you think you are. And you're really not. You're really not. Like, again and this will be a call to the uh, casino royale mash or not the the whatever so many of these stupid old gimmicky names the the ring the ladder match sorry for the ring the the ogre sized ring that uh, apparently
2: Appar- what the the hemorrhoid protection ring
1: that's what it looked like it really did all I could think of was the seat that you the little air cushion that people yeah. sit on anyway um, when Max Castor's on the floor, opens his eyes, lifts his head up to see if Co- what Cody's doing because that's his cue. Yeah. And you had, <coughs> me. you had similar spots with that with the Bucks many times. And I- I'm even getting to the point where I kind of ignored the, I'll call it selling a few the Logie. You stand up right away after a very devastating move, but it's to get because after let's say, and this is just a theoretical, after a power bomb, the next natural move is the person who just got devastated stands up wobbly so you can do something off of the top rope. Not he lays there. I'm getting used to that. I don't like it, and I and I, but I it doesn't set off my this is bullshit sensors as much. But there's just a lot of where they just, you flat aren't selling. You're what, looking yeah. around to see what's going on. And it's just so distracting. It's not that it's I even It's so care.
2: obvious. And it's yeah. so, it, it, it's just bad. It, it's a bad visual.
1: Yeah. And that's what I mean is it just looks, it, it just takes me out of it. It's the no selling is actually better. Like as sad as it is, I would rather you guys just continue to go back to no selling, but this you think you're selling is worse. It is much more distracting. It is much, takes me much more out of the moment than anything else. Um, the other here is for me, um, and I'm curious, Randall, what your, your takeaway was. I Again, the, the pauses are free, people. Um,
0: I can't get what they're doing with MJF in the ring. He, he,
1: he seems fine when I've seen him actually wrestle, but this was just another time where it feels, I mean, if this was say WWE, I would feel like they were protecting him as if he's really not good in the ring or something like that. But it's just, I never get a, it feels like I never see anything from the ring from him and it, which no. A, keeps a bringing of, him down into me, which I don't think that he is bad in the ring, but
2: a lot of what I have read, uh, and th- this is a lot of fan reaction, and and I'll I'll lend some credence to it because th- these are people who have watched AEW much longer than I have. I know AEW hadn't been around that long, but we've only been watching for what I had six months, maybe. Maybe. People have said, ever since MJF has joined the inner circle, he looks like shit. Uh, and, and they're 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 talking about everything. They're talking about his in ring. They're talking about his promo work. They're say ever since that he has joined the inner circle, they have they being AEW have devalued MJF and made him look awful. I, agree. I will I will I will take their word for it on this uh, on the, because this is not something that I have seen. I have not seen MJF previous to joining the inner circle but I can see it because Jericho carried that match for his team now I don't know if that's by design because they, they've been portraying Mjf as the weasel piece of shit uh thank you Tony Shivani for for reminding us every single week that you think Mjf's a piece of shit uh that doesn't get old uh at all and by and, and doesn't absolutely just kill the big swerve you had on dynamite this week by the way right we'll get to that we'll get to that later but no mjf and this is a guy i like yeah he, no, he's, I do, gonna, that... he's one of the few people like if, if you if you ask me who are my favorite uh guys in you know favorite people in aew mjf's in the top three mm-hmm. for sure i I really like him. I like his presentation, but if he really has to be carried by 50 year old, Chris Jericho, that's a problem because he's only 24 years old. Yeah.
1: And that's what I'm saying. Like, I, and I don't know, but I, I could only, yeah, I can only take what you show me. Yes. And, and you've shown me less and less and less and less from him. And so if that's the case, I,
2: Listen, like I said, hopefully this is just a this is just, you know, a story. It was a design and and we'll actually get to see some good stuff out of him. Yeah, I
1: just I would just like to see anything. I I would agree, because like I said, I I can remember when I first started watching and and he was someone I gravitated to very quickly. Like, again, what is not to like about his personality when it comes to wrestling? But um. Just I don't get I guess I just don't get it, especially watching Keith Lee week in, week out. I know he's better than that because I've seen him be better than that. Right. What if that can be on TV, why can't whatever Jericho whatever MJF's doing? Yeah. And again, I have a feeling it's not bad, but it's just but why are you holding him back or protecting him or or don't feel like you can show him wrestling? Yeah. I so know. I can only infer the negative. So that was the big thing for me on this was, man, he just felt like a nothing in this match.
2: He really did. He really did. And, and look, I mean, I liked the match. I thought it was. I thought it was fun. I Listen, I thought it I was, thought it was okay. It was, it was a it good was better start. Than I
1: thought, yeah, yeah. I, I, it was again. I, right team won.
2: Uh, yeah, right team won. The young bucks should have won this. Um, I will say this: the more I watch the young bucks. Uh, the more those two fuckers make me appreciate the Rockers. And I hate you for that. (laughs) Because I hate the Rockers.
1: Uh, All right. Now, for the Casino Royale with Cheese.
2: Which was not a Casino Battle Royale, by the way. It did not follow the same rules. Was nothing but a Royal Rumble ripoff.
0: Yes.
3: That's all it was. That's ChumbaCasino.com.
4: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, this was a Royal Rumble ripoff.
4: Which I don't have a
1: problem with, by the way.
2: I do from the standpoint of you promoted it as a casino tag team battle royal, which you have established the rules for in True. three previous matches. True. So this, this is a much more minor offense, but this is another... You promised me something, and you failed to deliver. No, no, no. no.
1: On on that side, I'm with you. I I mean the overarching. I'm surprised people – and again, this is where you just – and this is every wrestling promotion. And maybe some have tried it, and I just – they've been so small of brands, I don't notice them, which is very possible. Think about if you didn't have battle royals just because you weren't the person who invented them. Yeah. It's just stupid. I've never understood – Listen, the Royal Rumble is a great idea. You don't call it the Royal Rumble. You call it whatever you want to call it. And I'm and not saying you have to make it a pay-per-view, but just – or make it like a, that it's a reoccurring one, the same thing. But they don't own the rights to it. It's entertaining. Just do it. Yeah. Same thing like, again, I don't know who the pers- first person that created the steel cage match is, but I sure as hell know it wasn't Vince McMahon.
2: No wasn't Jim Crockett.
1: wasn't Jim Crockett either. Scaffolding match may have been, but.
2: Well, uh, that was Jim Crockett sitting around. Huh, how can I kill somebody? If I was going to kill somebody and get away with it, what would
1: I do? Hey, Which, by that, the way, that
2: Brian Pillman looks like somebody who needs to die.
1: <laughs> you know what? I bet if I put that Road Warriors up there, they'd spear a guy 40 feet in the air and you'd be right
2: (laughs) you would be right they would have done it
1: uh all right anyway so we get to this um i am a huge not fan of the tag team battle royals i don't really like them either (laughs) it's just it's a lot to keep track of right uh as a fan however I thought for what this was, I thought it was as good as it could be. I, I you know, um, I, I thought there were the, the good moments with um, uh, the Dark Order. Um, double teaming on people. I liked the QT Marshall um, knocking out people in the family, taking out the gun club, taking out the gun club. Yeah. Uh, so I, I thought it had good little moments that kept you interested throughout this. I actually thought this was probably one of the most well-thought-out things that they've ever done that's kind of long-form like this. Um, I wasn't a big fan of how they did the uh, – or wasn't a big fan at all of how they did the uh, Jericho uh, MJF first con- – or uh, number one contender uh, tag team no, battle royal. Was I thought that was done awful. I thought the ending was – Awful with, with Guevara and things like that. Um so I actually thought that this one was paced really well. I thought that they had enough gaga in the middle to keep you interested. Um again, I, I still this was, was only uh it was okay for me, but I'm just I, I do want to give them props. I actually thought that this was structured very well. Again, I'm only gonna like this so much just because of what it is. I also really appreciate Jurassic Express not winning.
2: Uh, do you only say that because I picked them?
1: There's two reasons. One, because he picked them. Two, because I find Jungle Boy just almost unwatchable okay, okay. at this
2: point. Again, and I just want to thank you for bringing up Jurassic Express because somebody needs to explain to me why Jungle Boy is getting the big push and luchasaurus is not someone has to explain jungle boy had five eliminations that was tied for most luchasaurus eliminated three people and then was out in like two minutes i i do i do not understand this at randall show explain it to me
1: yeah i don't get it 'Cause and I said this when it was the um when it was the six man tag. Yeah. The only person in there that looked good and I take Tully out. Um but of the other five
0: source at six
1: yeah. ripped shredded as a motherfucker, tattooed out like he is in prison. And I mean that in all the positive ways. Just take the stupid mask off of him. Like he can wear it down to the ring, but didn't just pop it off.
2: Yeah. And just be, he could be a monster for them. Just to, Seriously, why would you not want to see that guy versus Wardlow? Yes. Or, or that guy, Luchasaurus against Jake Hager. And it's not like he's even, he's not Sid. He can no. move around. I he love
4: could, his yes. spin
1: kick. Yeah. The dragon tail, I believe it is. I don't have downloaded the whole move set. It's still no, loading. I, I, I started downloading it in November, but all of the moves are
2: still, why am I supposed to be enamored by a five foot, nothing, 110 pound, 130 pound, nothing. Cause he can flip and flop around the ring. So could Ray Mysterio. I wasn't a big fan of that.
1: Yeah. Again, somebody that we are going current day that we're a fan of, um, Leon Ruff, we like him, and we love watching his matches, but we've said he has a place. Yeah. And when you put him over that place, if they did, which they haven't yet, no, if they yet. did, it would become unbelievable, and we wouldn't be fans.
2: If he had beaten Damian Priest. One-on-one. In a one-on-one matchup, we would have been at that place, but he didn't. He didn't, because it's not he believable. Ups- he upset Johnny Gargano, which because is believable. Of-
1: with because of outside interference
2: well and, and, and gargano was also very overconfident you know play the yep. overconfident cocky but whatever but uh, why uh, what am i why am i supposed to believe this guy that this jungle boy is any real threat to anyone because i don't
1: i don't i uh, know he's it it's uh, yeah so i, I, I was but happy
2: that, i uh, j- I enjoyed the final four. I mean, for what it was when you had. I I, I like Pac. Yeah, I I, I like him. I think Ray Phoenix is very fun to watch.
1: And and here's the funny thing. And it's a subtle thing. And at least this is they got this from somebody. Good for them. Once they dropped the bastard, he's been enjoyable.
2: Yeah, but they've started bringing it back. Uh, True. They, They have started bringing it back. But I, this this whole thing was just kind of blah to me. I, no, I agree. I, I don't disagree. Um, well, I, right. I'm not going to say it was bad.
0: It was okay. Put it that way. Okay, so
1: we move on to uh, the Hikaru match. I got two things that I'm going to lay out, and whatever Radle wants to talk about here, we can talk about. Tony Shivani, Can I call you piece of shit, Shivani? I think I will. On after Hikaru Ishida refused to go for a pin, after beating the crap out of uh, Ryu Mitsidami in the first several minutes. And I quote, maybe she doesn't honor her enough.
0: What
1: the fuck does that mean? This is open air. I'm just waiting for Tony Giovanni to actually answer this, which I know he won't because he's currently not on our podcast. But just wait, what the hell does that even mean? She doesn't honor her enough to try to pin her. It's the point of the match. We'd have nothing to do with your opponent. That would be dishonoring yourself. Just, you're so bad right now. You're so bad. I cannot stand any words that come out of your mouth.
0: The other was, Hikoroshita, you make the Young Bucks look like world champion sellers.
1: World champion sellers you there make them wa- look like they are the
2: the harvard
1: of selling
2: it's very interesting that you say that because i was watching this match and look i want to like hikaru hikaru i i do i want to like her yes agreed I, I i and like generally i have nothing against her other than i don't see her enough all right and that's not her fault No, well, i don't i don't blame her I blame Booker of the Year Tony Khan but I'm watching this match I'm watching her and I'm watching Rio and I'm like oh,
0: is anyone going to sell anything? Nope and, and the answer
2: is no and I I don't know if this was laid out this way or if they just decided halfway through the match that they were just going to go in a different direction, but
1: it felt that way. The
2: it, the last the last five minutes of this match felt like 20. There were way too many false finishes. I mean, I I guess Excalibur had to get his quota of one, two, no in because he ha- he didn't have it enough in the first couple of matches
0: yeah
1: uh, i mean between him and shivani oh this is gonna be it now it wasn't stop! it stop
2: for fuck's sake a- 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 again and i'm i will say this again this is a this is a wrestling announcing across the board yeah. stop telegraphing the kickouts oh
0: he she's got her she's got her we have a new champion we have a new champion no
1: this this match was the biggest disappointment on the show for me i was really looking forward to seeing hikaru shida yes um what i had seen of ryo mitsunami i had liked which is very little i mean mind I, you, just, I, I mean
2: I, I can't stand the fucking mime thing drives me insane
1: it is it's stupid but i i had liked it in the ring so i'm like okay like this is be a chance they gave her um they gave them the fifteen minutes that I thought they were going to, but I agree this just was this was just painful this was honestly
2: this, st- this started off as a as a very good match that ended up average at the end in my opinion
1: I thought it was I thought it was okay to begin with but it lasted like two minutes for me this honestly and 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 it being twice as long has to is a lot of it. This was the worst match in the car to me. This was even worse than um Miro and, and Sabia. I, I,
2: I won't I won't go that far but it, it was, was for me. It, it was disappointing for me.
1: It was for me. Because I don't count um cinema matches. I I am just the, let the the listening public here know I don't count those as, as real matches. Just okay. just for and, me. Oh, that's fair enough. I mean, not saying they're all bad, to be honest, but just being it's not a I I don't view it. And it's in a completely different category for me. So I took that one out. And this was just awful to me. Which is why we followed it directly up with Miro and Kip Sabian taking on Best Friends.
2: And here is why this is the worst match to me. This is a TV match. This is not a pay-per-view match. This is a bullshit TV angle. Th- this was not compelling at all. There was nothing redeeming about this. And yet it's not over. We're still going to get more.
1: Oh, not only is there nothing redeeming about this match, but once again, and if this sounds like a broken record, it's because, one, Noah Anthony Shivani is just spewing shit constantly, and he's just a broken record of crap. Believe it is J.R. who asks. Where's Orange Cassidy? Is he out here yet? Not being bewildered doing his job of like pointing out to reminding the public Orange yeah, Cassidy yeah, has that not that made Orange it up. Orange
2: Cassidy is in the match.
1: I swear to God, I listened to this three times to make sure.
0: Maybe he's waiting for his music. let me read that again that was funny that was that i mean the guy who got
1: was put through a million things in the back room and he didn't say it like it was a joke listen to it three times he wasn't saying it sarcastically so all of you aw fucking honks who try to say that oh he was just a joke he's been no he was not listen to it several times i don't care what he says on his podcast later Maybe he's waiting for his music. It made me forget about maybe she doesn't honor her enough. Because he just tried to keep saying the dumbest thing he could possibly say throughout the entire show and he kept one-upping himself.
2: Just when I think you've said the dumbest thing possible, (laughs) you keep talking.
0: It was I honestly
1: want somebody who has not been a lifelong fan of his podcast. I want to take that little inner circle out, pun intended. But somebody explain to me why he is not a total piece of crap announcer right now. I want someone who's not in his little core fandom meaning that goes back to the, the, when he started his podcast a few years ago. Someone please explain to me what you enjoy about him. Because I, again, and, listen.
2: and listen nostalgia doesn't count.
1: Nostalgia doesn't count. Cause again, I've got the network. I could go listen to him. Be good.
2: Everything was, that you've just heard. I, it's funny you say that. I was doing that yesterday. <laughs> <coughs> I was listening. I, I had some old uh, WCW, uh, Uh, Speaking of Brian Pillman, I was watching that Wrestle War. Oh, okay, there you go. Uh, He was doing a lot of interviews and whatnot. He wasn't doing play-by-play, but he was doing interviews, and it was great. Yeah. But everything I've just said about the matches
1: so far, I enjoyed watching the Kip Saban-Miro match more than listening to him. I enjoyed the Hikurashida-Rio match more than listening to him. He is the worst thing in pro wrestling to me right now. And it's by freaking Miles. I believe Jungle Boy more as a legit pro wrestler than I do him as a legit announcer. Fucking do better, buddy. It's embarrassing. Alright, now. Hangman Adam Page versus Big Money Matt Hardy.
2: When we were talking about this show throughout the week, Roland and I just texting back and forth and whatnot, I basically said that this show was a clash of the champions. This match epitomizes that it was a TV show, not a pay-per-view to me. Matt Hardy is a guy I have been a fan of for a long time. I've made that perfectly clear. I like Matt Hardy. I still like Matt Hardy to a certain extent. One of Randall's, and I mean
1: tippy top, favorite things, because we all kind of took a, we both took a break, different periods of time. Right. Um, But uh, he came back sooner than I did. But one of his favorite things in the last 10 years I mean tippy top favorite things is Broken Matt Hardy. I
2: yeah I enjoyed Broken Matt Hardy. I thought it was yeah, it was watching that from him cuz when we uh, all we had was the the Hardy boy Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's never going to get he totally changed himself. I I thoroughly enjoyed the work. I really did. I thought it was, so it's not for everybody, but I, I like it. However, We no longer... Matt Hardy does not need to be wrestling on pay-per-views anymore. Matt Hardy honestly doesn't need to be wrestling anymore. But he's a
1: star that AEW signed. He is...
2: He is a step or two slow. He can't move like he used to. And it's understandable given the longevity of his career, given a lot of the things that he's done this match was 14 minutes and 40 seconds of oh my god kill me this is boring and i'm gonna put some of this on hangman page as well but it's more i because i don't know who puts together the matches is hangman page able to do anything except throw a clothesline because that's been 90% of his offense for the last, like, three matches I've seen him in. So all he does is try and throw close lines. And that's very upsetting because I, I've enjoyed Hangman Page. I don't know because I don't know his career. And, and see, I don't either. So at, at Randall Show, for those of you who know Adam Hangman Page better than we do, let us know. It Has that always been... How his matches go is he does is nothing that but his, try and throw clotheslines.
1: Yeah, is that his Ricky the, the Dragon Steamboat arm drag?
2: Yes, that's what it's what I want to know. Yeah, but this Fair this course. match was a Clash of the Champions match. It was dull. Uh, I mean, it was exceedingly predictable. Who could have possibly seen the Dark Order come out and help him? I just I, this was disappointing to me on a on a large scale um i only think the reason this didn't disappoint me is i just i
1: just really have, with Matt hardy had no expectation so i don't disagree with anything on the on, on the national whole the one thing for me though was and i even say this kind of in spite of what you're you're saying um with the clotheslines which i don't necessarily disagree with either but was of everyone on the show and may and, and Granted, that's stuff leading up to the show as well. When I see Adam Hangman Page, he still seems like their biggest star to me. And ah. I don't get... And I, I should say it. I would say co because I, I still love what they're doing with Omega right now. Yeah,
2: it's it's hard for me to put anybody above Kenny Omega no, right I, I, now. I
1: was, sorry, but I mean, take him out, like, I, I think that he, like, what they want Jericho to do for them right now, and not, and he's not doing what they hope, and we'll get to this, we'll do this after we do all the matches, the, the Christian Cage signing, I feel like he is doing, like, when you see him, you're like, oh, holy shit, this is an important match, because well, I know yes. that, because Adam Page is there
2: and that that's that's what i was just about to get to it's when you hear the music you see the big graphic up there of adam hangman page i as a fan perk up like oh it's page yep this I, I i need i need i need to watch this whereas moxley mm. it's kind of an eye roll and oh boy now i get to see him do his funny little walk where he moves his shoulders in a strange and awkward way that's supposed to be tough but right. i don't get it there that's the difference between hangman page yes and everybody else on that roster not named yes. kenny omega
1: i think that he he is so comfortable in who he is too i think so he's like hey this is this is the adam adam page experience you're getting it i don't have to again i don't have to put my shoulders in a funny way i don't have to have some goofy old person who can barely walk come to my matches jake roberts um he, he he's just like hey i'm just good being who i am you don't have to keep reminding people that I'm Dusty Son. You don't have to keep reminding that I'm an EVP. You don't have to do any of this stuff. I'm just here to be awesome at my job. And honestly, other than him and Omega, who is that true of on their roster right now? No, right now, nobody. Yeah. And, and again, and that's not. We're not saying we don't like anyone on their roster. I no, love but, Wardlow and don't think they use him enough.
2: They've I, 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 like, I like Wardlow. I like MJF. I, I like FTR. I, I, I don't like FTR. all the
1: things that they've done, but I no. like FTR. I think they're good talents. Yeah. Um. I like again. I like. I love Luchasaurus. I'm actually starting to become a a huge freaking Luchasaurus but, fan.
2: I like. I like Britt Baker. I like Thunder Rosa. I love Serena Deeb. I like Anna J.
1: I liked Abaddon until she was banished from TV for nine years.
2: For whatever
1: reason i'm assuming uh, it's for being interesting i, I uh, well, otherwise i don't know
2: I, I i didn't do a lot of research on this but apparently someone said something mean about her and she threw a hissy fit and got all pissed off about it i don't know if that's true i don't know all the details
1: something because I, I don't get it yeah Yeah, they have people i like again pock we like i like i like I, like I like death triangle i actually like that
2: and little, we're gonna get it we're gonna get into that a little bit The Death yeah, Triangle thing show. a little bit later but, but yeah um uh, but no
1: the, there's things i like but th- but him and Omega and Paige are the only two that they're just like, hey, we're just gonna show up and be awesome. We don't need anything else.
0: We, well, have, that's we actually,
1: not, Kenny well, Omega does need brooms. Well, he needs. They brought the brooms back on on Dynamite, which was sad for me. <laughs> um, but you know what? Now that he's good, I laughed at it opposed to I rolled fast forward. So again, when you change my perception on things, I can let things slide. But anyway, that was, it was my overall with, with the match. Was It wasn't great, but I do like that it still feels like he's a big deal. Again, Tony Khan, Tony Khan, Tony. Listen, I know we have, we've had words in the past. And by words, I mean I've called out all the bullshit that you do. And please, we haven't even
2: gotten to it yet.
1: We haven't even gotten to this it yet. We'll get there. But please do not put Paige in the dark order. And let's just move on. Okay. Just a
2: little tip. Again, we're here to fix wrestling. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest things. That's one of the fixes. Just let Adam Page be Adam Page.
1: Let him keep doing that. You fix Adam Page by not doing anything. All right. Okay. Now, here's what you, how we fix the ladder match. And this one needed fixing. You fix things by never letting Matt Castor wrestle. Okay. That's the first thing. He's crap, he's awful, he's not going to get better. Send him to AEW Dark, bring him back to my world when he's not crap. Because as I said, in the world of, he didn't necessarily win the award for the overall most egregious non-selling, because there's some people who just beat him on sheer volume alone, Hikaru Shida. Um, but it was the worst moment of the night. I can't remember if it was a dive or whatever it was through the ropes. I think it was a dive either through or over the rope. Or no, it had to be through. No, it wasn't the battle royale. So it was either through or over the ropes. And he's laying on the ground, face down, and he literally then opens his eyes as bright as he absolutely can
0: and lifts his head to see what's happening with the other two guys. It's called effort. Try it. So bad that's See? the first thing you do
2: my thing to do would be um fire lance archer immediately because he sucks and lance archer take Jake is Roberts with yeah. lance archer is awful he, he is, he's he is just a, he is terrible he is a look and it's not even a good one
1: i'm not saying it is no but it's it's the it's that he's big, he's strong, and he's got the the braided ponytail. That's it. That's that's I, I've just described everything about him.
2: Uh, well, you know who you just described. Uh, you just you just described Bianca Belair, but the difference is Bianca Belair is actually good at what she does.
1: Well, but no, but I'm saying that's all he has.
2: Th- that's true. That, Bianca that, Belair
1: has in ring ability.
2: He, she actually Grant has Archer athleticism, in ring ability, uh, yeah. somewhat of a personality.
1: Yeah, I don't think she's great on the mic, but I think she has a good person. I think that she has charisma, but I just don't think she's gonna. It's a different you know, kind of charisma. Archer, is Ar- awful.
2: Archer's He's terrible. Awful. Jake Roberts Jake is Roberts. Jake Roberts is a big fat piece of shit. It's I'm sorry, it's what he is.
1: Yeah, he is. No, it's what he is. No, listen, he was, he was awful. Max Caster was awful. If you'd have taken them out, and it just would have been, um, Ethan Page, Penta. Cody and Scorpio would have been okay. But here's my next fix. Don't do things that WWE's ran into the ground right off the shoot. By the way, right off the shoot, you're still two years in. And the whole going back with an injury and then coming back, oh, oh my gosh. The whole time he went out, I was like, and I didn't want him to be I mean, I wasn't rooting this because I dislike Cody Rhodes. It's just because I hate this story, this little plot line. I was like, please actually be hurt. Please actually be hurt. Well,
2: and, and Here's here's the problem. Here's the problem with what you did. You didn't even take him into the back. You got him on the stage where he was clearly visible everyone yeah. and just leaning over and oh my shoulder oh I'm Aaron Anderson you
3: have to stop it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper More than once, actually.
4: Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting.
3: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
4: I never win and tell.
3: Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Oh, I'm the doctor. You have to stop now. I'm Cody Rhodes. I have to go back. You could, you could hear... In your mind. Those exact words. You knew what was. If you're not first, you're last. (laughs) You knew what was coming. It was so obvious. Just. If he's hurt. Then don't put him in the match. And and he apparently does have. Some sort of injury.
1: And honestly they say that. But I don't think he does. Because he has not missed any time. Uh, I. I. I know that's what they're that they're reporting. I mean what uh, I mean people right. are reporting. I do not think that he does. I don't know. Which is know. fine. I don't care. But it's here's the thing is and they did play it up quite a bit in in that. But either but even that it has such a short lifespan. We've talked about this. And they haven't done it in a little bit. But before the whole Monday Night Messiah, any Seth Rollins match could have turned into he has knee problems. Um, The injury was, like, nine years ago. Yeah. Uh, If he still has problems inside matches, maybe he should just give up wrestling. Well, there is that, too. I would like him to do anyway, but different show, different thing. Uh, Again, I will say of the people in this match, not only because I picked them, I think uh, Scorpio Sky was the right person to win until it was an immediate cash-in and where he failed, but that's... That's totally different. ...to
2: that different time. Yeah, so you basically... Okay, what what you did, AEW, you did in three days what WWE did in one day, in, like, an hour, when they basically nullified the Elimination Chambers on the same night, you nullified this victory basically two days, two, three days later. Yep. So. Good for good, you. Good for you guys. All right. Um.
1: But, yeah, but and overall, I I like ladder matches. I like the stuff on the ladders, it was everything else I didn't like. And although they almost did something I thought that I was gonna love and that I root for every time until I when they actually when when Scorpio I actually unhooked it with the um, uh, the little whatever those clips are called um carabiner i thought that it was just on there not i won't say loose but just where it's a breakaway i keep wanting someone to jump off of a ladder from like eight feet away and just grab it and fall and i thought he was going to do it at one point
2: i think that's happened once
1: have they really i have never seen it
2: well okay no all right maybe i'm thinking of the spear there was a there was a, a ladder match Jeff I want to say it was Jeff Hardy is hanging on to the belts or whatever they're fighting for. Edge is on a ladder in a corner and he spears him. Ooh. Yeah, dives across, spears him and takes him down. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Ooh. That's but I got yeah. to
1: find that one.
2: Great visual, by the way.
1: Oh, I I, oh, I bet. It's also why he had to retire early. Uh, uh, one, of
2: the, one of the many reasons. <laughs>
1: uh, but no, but that's what we, I, I always want to see. That. I always wanted to actually be on something to tear away. And I thought because this was just the ring.
2: Right. That it and it wasn't be.
1: the looped a belt yeah. like they normally are. I was like, oh, my God, he might he might do it. He might do yeah. it. He might he might launch himself for it. I mean, because a that's actual realistic thing someone would do if you really covet a title opportunity. Right. And all you have to do is that, like, if, especially if it's say like someone was reaching for it and he just dives I would love that. I think that'd be a, a great visual and a great way to end.
2: Yeah. I, I, it was okay. I mean, this match was, all, was all right. I, I was entertained by it. It wasn't anything great, but it was okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Now the cinematic match between, uh um, Alan and Sting and Team Taz. So here's, I'm going to give the one positive out right out of the shoot. I do not like the cinematic matches. I'm not aware. However, I thought this was actually shot really well.
2: I liked the drone aspect of it.
1: Yes, that's what I mean. I, I, I really like that.
2: Yeah. And apparently from what I'm hearing, Darby Allen was was one of the driving forces behind how it was shot. So if that's the case, kudos to him because the visual was actually pretty good.
1: But the visual is great. I love the, the how they changed things uh between between the two little rumbles and things like that. Yeah. I, I thought that was good. However, it also goes into it was also just it just doesn't feel like wrestling.
2: No it doesn't.
1: But it but like I said, but it was shot really well and I did like that. I mean it it, it intrigued me through all of it. I I think that the biggest winner of that was Sting.
2: I think they did a really good job with Sting in in terms of covering him.
1: He looked way more believable than Alan did at any
2: point. And and kudos kudos to Ricky Starks.
1: Oh my gosh,
2: who, who was working girl. who was working with Sting the majority of the time mm. and really really made Sting look good.
1: Here's the thing with that is, and here's something for you to fix on, um, and this isn't necessarily on the match, but this is just a go-forward, Mr. Khan. And I'm saying Mr. Khan to be condescending. Please take this as Ricky starts paying whatever dues he had to pay with you that you give him a push. I don't know if he's going to be great. I don't, because I've seen too little of him. However, him and Sammy Guevara, I've gotten to the point of, I want to let, I, I wanted them to, to, to have their chance. Give them
2: something. where they are the star? They can that give I can Guevara see. the door, and that's, I would be fine with that. But,
1: I don't, listen, I don't think he's gonna be. I don't have like high hopes, but he's gotten me to enough that I want to see him, not in a group thing. That, yeah, I just, just I on, his his see, on his own. On his own. See what he can do. Just see what I can do. And I, and man, Ricky Starks was the unsung hero of this because all he did was put people over in this. He absolutely did. And I'll even say this. Eh, you know what honestly, as I'm really talking through it. I didn't dislike this as much as I think.
2: No, I thought this I thought this match was much it was much better than I expected.
1: Because I'll be honest, the, the two things that they did that I they needed to do one is on a personal preference. The other was they had to do, but I didn't think they would. Was one, they actually showed Allen be pretty diminutive. Which is the first time. Like, he absolutely needed seeing for that win. Yeah. Like, like you could not put him in Jungle Boy and it would have worked. Like, they, Like, they clearly were having him just have his ass handed to him. The other was... They actually convincingly, finally, in the last time that they're going to have this, um, at least I hope this is their last match together, is you finally defeated Cage while making him look strong. It's taking you God knows how long,
0: but you finally did it. Um, so those to me were were big pluses
2: here's Uh, here's my biggest issue with this match and it just further accentuates the point that we have been making for the last several months mr booker of the year tony khan how am i supposed to take anything team taz does seriously going forward they essentially lost a four-on-two match To a 150-pound guy and his 61-year-old grandpa. They had all four of them in there. Mm -hmm. Including 280 pounds of Brian Cage and 275 pounds of pure muscle in in powerhouse Hobbs. And they still got their asses kicked. How am I supposed to take them? And and by the way, uh, Taz, Mr. Best Non-Wrestler way to care in your commentary
1: man how apathetic did he seem
2: oh man yeah, that that sucked okay well that sucked bye okay one i don't understand why you had commentary during this match anyway you should not have commentary during cinematic matches
1: i agree and that is and they got crushed And, and they
2: should have because everybody everybody was awful during this. Oh, it it didn't matter who it was. Excalibur yeah. Tony, Taz, JR, they were all terrible. I give kudos to JR. He tried to lay out as much as possible. He, he tried. He tried. <laughs> <did>. He really <laughs> did. But Taz, if you could have been more apathetic.
0: And it's be, because you, you know have they are
2: you have to know, you have to know your team is fucking done. Your team's a fucking joke.
1: Yeah. And it just again, getting back to the reality of, yeah, it looks like they're at this or whatever, how do you not know where they are? Your son's there,
2: exactly. he didn't tell you, he didn't tell you where they were going they didn't tell I, you okay a little nitpicky point. Why was Powerhouse Hobbs wearing a mask
0: It was really obvious
2: who it was. he kind of stands out He's very what? large man, very distinctive.
1: Just saying, in a group of normal people, you might know who he is without him turning around.
2: Might without the bright orange "Don't shoot me, I'm a hunter" mask. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, that aside, I thought this was this was much better than I expected it to be going in. I did.
0: I, no, I agree. I
1: agree wholeheartedly. I, I thought overall. I still don't want to see any more of them. I'm, I'm done no, with I cinematic matches. I but, don't either. But. but I have to say this, and I'll even compare this to to their competitor. And I'm trying to go through them in my head. This is, I
2: think, easily the best one. Uh, the only one that comes close to me is the Boneyard match. That was the That's antithesis beautiful. of
1: why I hate those matches, is it was just too... Why didn't he just magically defeat him in, like, the first two seconds then? I don't disagree, but... You know I, what I mean? Because, like, they made it too, too look, unrealistic. Then it's just like, why didn't he just go, you're dead,
2: you're dead, boom. Because, like, the money in the bank matches were terrible. They are awful. The, the swamp fight thing...
3: Yeah, with
1: anything, the, as much as I love Bray Wyatt, every one that Bray Wyatt's done, going back to the Orton, which I know was a hybrid... But even the House of Horrors, terrible. like they were just awful. It was terrible. Yeah, I uh, mean, while I did, while John Cena was funny,
2: it was an awful match. The the John Cena thing had some comedic moments to it that was really good. I, was the was the Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis was that cinematic? That's a ha- hybrid. Okay, I enjoyed the cinematic aspect of that. Hmm. I I thought that was good. But start to finish, the, uh, yeah. I mean, if, if you tell me that you think this is the best cinematic match, you're not going to get much of an argument out of me.
1: Yeah. All right. Then the the finale was Cringe Fest 2021. Just. And things I don't think that I would have said six months ago. Well, this part I think I would have. But John Moxley, you suck. Everything you do sucks. need you to know it. The right person won. And by that, I don't just even mean on storyline and things like that, because then obviously it's zero question. It needs to be Omega. But I just mean if you wanted – the person who's clearly a superstar versus the person who clearly is a joke and thinks he is, that's exactly still who should have won. Kenny Omega looks like a billion dollars right now. And kudos, that's, there, there's a lot of that with him. There's a lot of that with Callis. And even a small percentage goes to um, uh, the Good Brothers. Yeah. Good Boys. Okay, Good Brothers. Good
2: Brothers.
1: Good Boys is something completely different, right? Yeah. Um, the Good Brothers. But it, but it's all working. And it it's, all looks great. Even in a crap match, I still thought the things that Omega did were still better looking than the things that Moxley did. Listen, at the end of the day, I miss Dean Ambrose. Swollen steroid John Moxley, I have no time for. His promos are rival Cody Rhodes for how awful they are he's even now bringing down eddie kingston which makes me sad because eddie kingston delivered his worst promo i've ever Uh, heard well on dynamite
2: i don't i don't blame him for that i blame i blame booker of the year tony khan
3: that's who i blame I blame i blame him it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand-clapper, a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com.
4: No purchase necessary. BDW, void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. hi And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest. Musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed.
0: PenFed's got great rates for everyone.
1: Because if he wasn't in, if he wasn't being paired up with him, which I guess is Tony Khan's fault, he wouldn't be giving that promo.
2: I, the, the, I I'll get into why I think this is Tony Khan's fault,
1: uh, but a little yeah, but bit this later. It's just but. awful. I, I there's nothing there's John Moxley is just one of the most unwatchable performers right now for me. Even in a crap match that I knew I wasn't going to like anyway, just because of what it was.
2: I, yeah, I I did not. I
1: still liked. I still liked. I still enjoyed watching Omega more.
2: I did not like this match at all, and, no, and I, I talked I talked about this on the preview show. This match is not for me. No. It, it's not. Me. Either. There are there are people who who jerk off to this stuff and think it's the best, and I I just I just don't care. Um, I I don't want to see these explosions and whatnot, and especially all right. You had one job. You have the spot at the on the outside where Moxley drives uh, uh, Omega into the barbed wire board, and the explosions happen on the opposite end of the board, not where they land. Mm-hmm. And again, how do you land in barbed wire barebacked? And yet you're not bleeding when you get up? How does that happen? But yet
1: yeah, his face poured for like three minutes. Exactly. I. And honestly, as bad as all that was, the ending was the worst I have probably ever seen to a main event ever. And not just... And honestly, the smallest of those details to me was the non-explosions. It was... Tony Schiavone and Excalibur constantly yelling, well, that sounds – I think that means that we've only got a few minutes left. Oh, yeah. that They weren't ready.
2: No, and they had they, no
1: idea. They had no idea. The people in the back had no idea.
2: There was obviously a massive lack of communication.
1: Or just something was going wrong,
2: whatever it was. Uh, something – yeah, someone's stirring a Kool-Aid on that. Because and, and, and that it just came across was, poor.
1: It did, and it, it makes – and it made your one star look bad because he's just out there. Do I hit him with something else?
2: Yeah, it's like, do, do we, I just keep going? What? Do we
1: what? Do, like, what do I do? Like, I just kind of standing here like an idiot. And then, and this goes to where the whole thing is, and this is at least where i will not at least, but this is where we'll start the Tony Khan critique. You're building up for a very specific match. There's a reason. We talk about hating gimmick stuff and spots all the time, especially spots, because you're so dependent on things that you can't recover. Well, you had all of this, all of these little details to the exploding barbed wire death match. Why did I not find out until the match was over that the um, bomb was going to go off regardless? Yeah. You didn't tell me that before. You didn't tell me that before, and it meant nothing to me once you told me that.
2: Felt kind of stupid. Why why wouldn't the counter stop when the match ended? Right. So so again, I'm I'm trying
1: to think of this correctly here. You've put a real bomb on a ring. And it's so if you don't finish the match in time, it's going to go off. But everyone just has to evacuate the building even if it lands in 30 seconds cuz it's going to go off anyway. Why should the poli- why should the police come? Nobody
0: called,
2: called them. them. Wait a minute. Oh my god, of course. <laughs> so so you have your little sparkler thing. Okay. To which Booker of the Year Tony Khan? Your announcers no sell it. They didn't know what to do. And I can't even really be too critical of them because I don't know if I'm in that spot. I might have yelled out what the fuck was that and lost my job. So I'm not going to be too critical of Excalibur Tony and, and J. No, that that one,
1: that. you're anticipating something you have. And
0: you didn't get you it. You didn't get it. Your own people were booing tony khan and what is your reaction sir
2: first you blame kenny omega it was all kenny omega's fault i think that's quasi storyline well he drew it up with crayon but okay quasi storyline but then you follow it up with well what did you expect that we were actually going to blow up people that's the one yes mr khan because you told me you were so let's let i get this straight and this is going to transition a little bit into dynamite so first off tony khan it's kenny omega's fault because he drew it up in crayon two then it's well we can't actually expect you can't actually expect us to blow people up. So it's your fault for expecting us to do something that we told you we were going to do. Yes. Then you have Eddie Kingston say Impact built the bomb. Then you have Eddie Kingston say, well, Kenny Omega just clearly didn't, he really didn't want to blow up John Moxley. Then later in the show you have Don Callis and Kenny Omega come out and say the whole thing was a
0: joke. So what what was it?
2: And all of you AEW fans. Oh man, they took ownership of that that screw up. They really they just took ownership of it and ran with it. How? I've just given you five or six different excuses that Tony Khan has told you. So that's why I'm blaming Tony Khan for the crap Eddie Kingston interview. For, oh i've I got anxiety i had an anxiety attack so eddie kingston obviously thought he was going to be blown up but it was impact's fault for not blowing it up after weeks ex- as fans expected aew to actually follow through what the fuck are you people doing Thank you, Tony Khan. You, sir, Mister Booker of the Year, just insulted your entire fan base, and you did it twice on the same show. Yep.
1: And then you followed it up on 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 uh, Wednesday, which we'll we'll continue to get to. But um, and this will continue to bridge. But I want to say this before then. And I sent
0: uh,
1: or Randall sent to me. Honestly, can't remember at this point. And we'll see. Things can always recover, and certainly in the wrestling, pro wrestling world. But this fix, listen, we're gonna give. We we give you free. Imagine how much you would get from us, Tony Khan, if you would actually pay us. And I'm gonna even, We say a lot of things jokingly. I'm dead serious about this. If you brought us on, we've literally breaking down in great detail how you can fix your show. And we're gonna continue to do that. People are gonna continue to think, God, that's actually a little bit better. But they'll still defend you just because it's who they are. But this is just one of those things of, did you jump the shark? Is this the moment when, because this, I went to the reviews, and it was scathing all the way around. And there was a lot of people who, even the ones who weren't scathing, were, they were out and they didn't have a lot of, they they tried to excuse two or three things, but there were, everyone had their couple of things with like, yeah, I can't really say anything about this. Like they're just people are running out of excuses for you. Yeah. And here's one of your number one ones. And I love this. This is when you know the fan is completely defeated, and I and I love this. They're still in denial, but they're completely defeated. When AEW started, not only were they gonna be completely different than Vince McMahon, which again, at that time Vince the shows as they are now honestly not good. It, wd wwe has been in on the main roster have been um they have not hit a peak in in several years very much so i would wholeheartedly agree with that that's why you know the whole um all in was such a great timing for it Mm -hmm. pro wrestling world was very hungry for for something else to come along and entertain them and what were, one of the things that we were really, 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 really told was, one, we were going to have a bunch of stars from around the world come in, established stars. You may not know the names, but they're super established stars. And the other was portraying that the four EVPs, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks, they were established stars. That were in their early 30s. So, not terribly old, but basically in their peak. So, what we were getting, these were the people in their peak years that are established stars. So, what did has what uh, AEW done on their big signings to capitalize and make sure that they continue with the youth? Matt Hardy, Brody Lee. Miro, and now forty what year old? 46, 47. forty seven. Forty, think it's forty seven year old. Christian Cage. Now, before I get to it giving you my thoughts, here's again the fan that was that's in denial but knows it's all done. Well, how do you expect them to get the all the young? The young up-and-comers over if they don't have established stars. What did I just say that you told us you were based on and your fans told us you were based on? New people that you hadn't seen all the time. But now, to get those people over, you need the the established stars. And by established... The guy who's going to headline WrestleMania this year and may win.
2: You got his sidekick. A guy who, while I have always been a big fan, Vince McMahon has never valued. Nope. Never.
1: Couldn't care. Less. Oh, sorry. By the way, I forgot Paul White in there as well.
2: Well, don't. Not that I Sting. think he's
1: going to wrestle, but I. Oh, good. no,
2: no. His contract will, calls for him to wrestle. Oh, is it? I didn't know. It, it does did. not not on a full time basis or anything, but he, he will be. Oh, and and Paul White now wants to bring in Mark Henry to AEW.
1: Man, who made a joke
2: about that a week ago? Exactly. Who? who I don't know. <sighs>
1: you know, times, you know, you try to
2: remember yeah. things and oh, wait, it was this guy. But again, Tony Khan what did we talk about last week you're overpromising and you're under delivering oh but but it's the fans fault the fans worked themselves up into thinking it was gonna be cm punk or brett what why was that tony khan was it because you had paul white talk about hall of fame level talent He's the best, one of the greatest ever. You went out, Tony Khan, on your Twitter. He's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. This guy is a game changer. By the way. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. And you bring out Christian Cage. Do you
1: want to know the last time he wrestled? Other than this little shtick he's done with Orton in. Seven years ago. He's
2: been out of wrestling for seven years because of injuries. He
1: wrestled 24 times in 2014. 33 times in 2013. But I've got something left in the tank. Listen, I I know there's a lot of people like Edge and Christian. Um, I I like what I've seen. It was an era that I've only watched going back into the, the vault. Uh, and, I, and I have enjoyed what I've seen with them and things like that. <laughs> There's a reason. One, as, as to quote Bruce Pritchard, not everybody can be in the hall, right? So every time you're like, how is this guy not in the hall? One, you can't put in everyone in every year. And two, if you just put everyone in, it's just a hall of wrestlers, okay? This is a guy... <laughs> who is not a star who has never been a star. He's 47. I've got something left in the tank yet. Yeah, Cause you haven't wrestled in seven years. You should be Look, pretty fucking rested.
2: I, I loved his return at the Royal rumble. I did. It was a great pop. Great surprise. I, I love the moment with him and edge. <laughs> I am a huge edge and Christian fan. I like Christian cage. I enjoyed his work in TNA.
3: It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
2: a main event game changer he's not and i think he'll even tell you that he's a great in-ring performer he's excellent on the mic oh you can make you want to make the argument that vince missed the boat with him okay fine i'll listen I, i will but when you promote the way you promoted Mr. Promoter of the year, and that's who you came out with and you insult your own fans by saying it's their fault for expecting more. Why did we expect more Mr. Promoter of the year? Tony Khan, because your words And Paul White's words mattered. I said if it wasn't Brock Lesnar or CM Punk, it was going to fall flat. It fell flat.
1: Yep. No, it it did. And like you said, like now it's it's always somebody else's fault with this guy. Yes, it is. And it was – what did you say to us? Why – again, why say anything? Just have him come out. And by the way, as you said – the one thing that I'll agree he still has, he didn't even use. Why? Why? For the people who paid forty nine ninety nine, would you let them then hear exclusively what he has to say when you could give it to everybody for free? So here's another fix for you, and this is just a business thing, and this is why. I respect that Shad guy as a businessman. And I don't even know everything about him. But I'm sure that Shad is a great businessman. And understands business. But when you're a piece of shit, nepotistic person, you don't understand how businesses are ran. Simple principles. And that is, you don't give perks to the people who come in and use your bathroom at a restaurant and then ignore the people who are sitting
0: down for an $80 meal. You take care of your paying customers first
1: and then you do what you can for everybody. That's how businesses work. That's not just how entertainment works. That's not how just how restaurants or hospitality, or construction, or anything. That's how all businesses work. But again, it feels like Randall mentioned this earlier. Somebody with the initials EB that you bring on when you need a douchebag question asker. He might disagree, And, I mean, everything's ended so well for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that he loves doing the podcast now. I'm sure it gives him a very good source of revenue and he can continue to live the life out in the country that he likes, which, again, kudos to him. Again, n- no jealousy to anyone who succeeds in this world. It is not so hard to do bad. it. You're not going to hear think-
2: me say a negative word
1: about that. However, it's not how things were supposed to go. Nope. He was just supposed to be out in Cody, Wyoming, doing all of that and not talking to anybody. At this point, he was just supposed to be out there with his dog, his still smoking hot wife, which again, super props to you there, Eric, and just living a good life. But he has to do all of this now because of how it ended.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: None coulda- of which was, None of which was his fault, by the way. Also, wasn't his fault. So it was. It was all Time Warner. It was all AOL. It was all Kevin Nash. It was all Hulk Hogan. It had nothing to do with him. Nothing to do with him. Vince Russo's fault. Yes. Bret Hart's fault.
1: It just the the merger. It was that merger. Again, then why didn't you go out and finance it yourself? Oh well, I had things. Well, if you were working things right, if you would have been saving your money, you just could have done it yourself. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing. The biggest fix that you guys need is you. one things are your fault. you own everything
2: and and you need to actually take the responsibility for yep. it and stop blaming everyone else
1: and I will say this as real life, and so we're saying this is now so this is full disclosure first place that uh Randall and I worked together when things were wrong and 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 errors were made. Who took responsibility for them? We did. Yep. That was a hard and fast rule, is that we owned our shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Hard and fast rule. I would not allow in, in anyone who brought to me or tried to, in group settings, put it onto somebody else or another department. Never. We owned it. And it was the first thing that turned around what we were doing. I was told that many months later that the reason that we got the leeway to get better was because when I came on board and what had been kind of for a little bit but was on calls, I was the first person to say that it was our fault.
2: <laughs> I think I was on that
1: call. And that's what Tony Khan needs to do.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You lead from the front. You do not lead from the back. And when you blame other people, that's trying to lead from the back. Just say, hey, this was a total screw up. We're going to learn from it. You know, it's we know that this was the potential going in that when you try to do a, a match with a gimmick ring. These things can happen and unfortunately, can go wrong. Did. Yeah, and it did. You know what? We've learned from it. We'll do this if we do another one. You know, we we've learned our lesson and we promise you that it or, will never happen again.
2: Or maybe you'll learn that not every match has to have a stupid gimmick
1: <laughs> that, as that well. you can
2: just do wrestling matches. But but you've
1: got to be the guy that learns. And, yeah. and right now you're not. You're the guy who's Booker of the Year. Yeah. Good for you. Way to pat yourself in the back on a war that you literally bought. Yeah. Because you know what? Like Bob Uecker. I got a lot of trophies. You can just go down to the trophy store and, you know, depending on how much you want to spend, you can get your own. <laughs>
2: what? <sighs> God, didn't he make an MVP joke like that once at WrestleMania about how yeah. he bought it? No, that's he what it was. He goes, trophy like, you don't know. It
1: was, it was the, the battle royal. And uh, oh, he, yeah. goes, he goes, oh, you've never won one of those. Oh, no, I've got plenty of them. You just go
2: down to the store and buy them yourself. You <laughs> just buy them yourself and tell you, 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 you them tell tell what, what you want. They'll make you the right for them for
0: you. <laughs> Bobby
1: was ah. the best. Um, but no, just uh, that's the thing. Because until you do that, nothing we say is going to matter. Nothing we get we, we're, we're going to say is going to make any difference. But we're here to help you fix your show, just as we're here equally to help Raw and SmackDown. And
2: which, sadly, we get in, which we will get into tomorrow. Get
1: into tomorrow. And unfortunately, it seems like we're going to have to need to help fix uh, NXT, which didn't have a lot broken before, but cracks are forming seems like it anyway. Yeah, we're we're here to help fix this stuff because we want it to be about we want to enjoy this. We would the and I'm trying to calculate it all here, five, seven, the nine hours that we watch every week. Listen, I,
2: I don't it, want it to be painful,
1: right? We want it to be something that we start watching more of it live because you're actually excited to watch yeah. it.
2: And look, like your two hours on Wednesday. With the exception of maybe the last thirty minutes, was incredibly painful.
1: Yeah. All right. So let's, as we kind of gone on here, but again, uh, let's try to hit the things that we have, um, that we haven't hit yet. Uh, all right.
0: Um. Oh, backwards here on things. All right. What's the first thing that you want to go
1: over that we kind of haven't hit yet?
2: Uh, from Dynamite? Yes. Um, j- just real quick, a, a couple of questions here. Um, first thing, how is SCU the number one contender for the World Tag Team titles when they didn't win the Battle Royal?
1: I am so glad you asked that, because when they tweeted that out, my first thought was, how is the name on the bottom of the bottom? The last one to make your cutoff for rankings is actually your number one because you not just that they get the next shot. The literal title of what they won was they are the number one contender and and they're guaranteed a match against the champions.
2: Yeah, so I don't I don't understand that and uh, I'm going to specifically mention Excalibur, but this is also a shot at Tony and Jr excalibur talking about how the young bucks won their match last you know at the pay-per-view but man you know they they came out of these with some pretty serious injuries crickets zero follow-up excalibur doesn't say what the injuries are jim ross doesn't say what the injuries are tony Schiavone doesn't say what the injuries nope. are just uh, yeah, they came out with some injuries thanks that that's a, that that's an example of the crack commentating team that you have Booker of the Year Tony Khan.
1: Now, also can I I want to say one thing here. Just uh, this is a question, and, and maybe I'm reading into it, but and maybe this is just truly years of WWE programming into my brain. <laughs> Entirely possible. <laughs> Do they? And if so, when? Do you think they split Nick and Mac?
2: Oh, I don't think they ever do.
1: You do not think that they ever split?
2: No. No, I don't.
1: Okay. They just kind of came into me when they were talking about things. And again, because they're so Freddy foreshadow, um, when they were talking about how accomplished N- Matt was, as an athlete but like nick was like not to be slept I was just like no mm, it's like that i i, I the only it? way
2: the only way i see it happening is if one of them actually suffers a legit injury or, or whatnot i just don't see it happening
1: well and i agree with you and because this is what my mind is going to the outside of the ring stuff is they are they both hold the same titles whatever those actually mean like and i have no idea uh i know that they allegedly um do the booking for the tag team division. But with that said, how would you have two, you know, office people, I hate even saying EVP as if it's a real term, but how do you have two people in the office that would have equal positions? And the reality is just because it's never been this way. Only one of them is going to be a star. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's never been
1: two. Um, the closest and by and it's not close, but it's just closest I can think of is Scott and Rick Steiner.
2: Yeah, I mean Rick. Rick Steiner had well. Here's the thing. Rick Steiner had the big career pre Steiner Brothers. Right. Scotty had it after. Right. But, but Even saying, then, yeah. even then Rick. Rick was never world champion that I know of.
1: No, and that's what I'm saying is so Scott's the one that actually had the big career. Rick right, didn't. but they're the but sadly that's the closest I can think. Um,
2: uh, the only other, the only other one would be Edge and Christian, but Christian's success came biggest success came other places.
1: It, it did, and they were singles before that. It, they were. You know what I mean? I, which, yes. I mean I know it's splitting hairs, but like when you go like the Hart Foundation. I mean, yes, they got put together. But as far as like the WWE was concerned, they were right. always right. the heart foundation. Yeah. The Young Bucks have always been the Young Bucks. Uh, the Steiner brothers, yes, they got put together. But um, but yeah, so no, I mean, Edge and Christian probably, I mean, you're probably right on that. Because um, even,
2: eh, I guess maybe the Hardys. See, uh, Jeff, Jeff to me has had the clear. See, that's what I thought. I mean, that's what I would think. I would think that Matt Matt never won. I mean, Matt won the ECW championship in WWE. That doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean anything. Jeff Hardy is like a five time world champion. Yeah. Matt, I think, may have had more success in AEW, but that wasn't until like they, they did the broken Matt and brother Nero thing. And a lot of that was because Jeff was so fucking drunk that he i mean he was having massive issues at the time
1: yeah so that's just something i was curious on um exactly like i said i don't either because i just don't see how you could how do they and they're like through their real life brothers how that just seems like you would it it seems like it'd be a bad idea outside of the wrestling ring i think inside the wrestling ring is to be a great idea yeah um uh all right so I am gonna call something out here. This is—I I don't have a lot left, to be honest. But um, <laughs> this is just too fine to me. Again, it—I said with the the Royal Rumble, I have no problem people in general stealing that idea. Again, it's not what they promised. That's a different thing. But I don't—you know—good ideas take them. They're—they're they're free. The ideas are just ideas. Yeah. The difference between us and banks and other banks is other banks <laughs> are real banks. Um. Way to get w- more women on your show, the WWE way. Don't have multiple matches.
2: No, just throw a six woman just tag. Put,
1: well, you know it's better than a six woman tag. A twelve woman tag. A tw- seventeen woman see, tag. Yes, they won't see it coming. <laughs> just,
2: uh, yeah.
1: And it wasn't good, but you know what?
2: It's, no, this match was not good. I don't blame at any all. of the performers for this. Six people tags that you're just thrown together.
1: Like, And this is another reason I am so anti their policy, and I get that things are different, and when the world opens up, they need to change this policy. And again, Tony Khan, if you're running a business, you're not running a, a retirement community for pro wrestlers. They need to work, and they need to earn their living, and part of that is being on the road, and that's so that's the reason of even if you want to do a six-person tag, if you've been doing it off and on in house shows – They'll have chemistry when you do right. it on your TV show. Yeah. Like even if it's just all these people wrestling together all the time, that's fine. I'm not saying don't do these kind of things. But when the WWE was out running three house shows a night, they could choose whatever they wanted to put on Saturday Night's Main Event because the people they did had worked together in some capacity
2: and they had chemistry. This and, and it look, just looks like crap because it just is crap. And here's another problem. When your announcers aren't taking it seriously Yeah When your announcers are openly laughing At a brawl While Maki Ito sings <laughs> <and> <laughs> I don't even know what I just saw This, was <laughs>
0: oh, this was, I don't even know what to say
2: Your announcers Are basically taking this as a joke And not seriously So why should I
1: Yep, Tony. And this is Shivani, sorry. I assumed. Um, just, it's great. Great to see you guys. Uh, This is why you guys are so much better. So so glad that you didn't take Bruce's offer and go back to the WWE. So you could do this important work here at AEW. God's work. You're seriously a piece of crap. Here's something I forgot real quick. We were talking about this and how much of a piece of crap Tony Shivani is.
2: Hey Roland, and, re, re, real quick, yeah, could you let us know your honest opinion of Tony Schiavone? I don't, I don't think we've covered that. It's next week. <laughs> next <laughs> week on Jason Wrestling with Randall it's and it's Roland, it's how to get rid of Tony Schiavone?
1: And, and listen, it would fix a lot of things on AEW. So uh, he, uh, Tony Schiavone is the one that brings it up, and then Taz says something. So this is really kind of more of a Taz thing, but it involves him. Was did you catch when Taz said, "Hey, I'm sorry. I know no uh or no Shivani, I think says no." I was like, "Who are you talking about?" And then Taz says, "Who he goes, oh yeah, no pronouns." Or it was, or he's talking to Jr. I can't remember who. But he makes Taz makes a no pronouns comment, and then they laugh it off.
2: Yeah, I, I missed that.
1: Okay. Well, well, it was during the cinematic match where they were doing shit, so I could understand if you had it on mute or turned it down. But okay, uh, and while that's true, but you literally you're – you're mocking the example of exactly why he has the rule, no pronouns, pal. Because it's a live broadcast, and it's important that people know who you're talking about. Yeah. Like, that's how crap you are, you, that you guys even prove that something's right and then laugh at it. it, it but you're right. They, all of their not taking their job seriously got funneled hard into this. And you want to know why there's only one women's match a night? It's because it's all they care to. They're literally checking a box. Hey, crap, do we do we have the women? Wait, how many women are we supposed to have on a month? Ah, crap, well, Brandy's out, so that takes away 17 of those appearances that we normally have. Just just put a bunch in there. Make sure Vicky's out there. Make sure that anyone, any any woman, just you, you and catering. Yeah. Uh, Emily, is that what it says? Emma, Emma, sorry. It says Emma on your badge. Could you go out there for a little bit? Just make sure they see you on the camera. It's so pathetic. And again, we talk about this. There's so many people in that division we want to see. Yeah. I'll tell you someone who just I constantly get teased with, but I don't ever get her in long form enough is Thunder Rosa.
2: Yeah. She is one that I personally I like love watching. I'm a big fan. I really am. Fan. I, I wasn't I wasn't sure about her at first. No. But over over time I've really gotten on board with I with, really with
1: like her. She might be my favorite in that locker room. But I'm not sh- I can never be sure because I don't ever get to see her. Cuz God forbid instead of this monstrosity, you would have given us Nyla Rose and Hikaru Shida and Maki Otto versus Rio Mizuni and then Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. God forbid matches. we would have gotten those in yeah. singles.
2: Yeah.
1: Because I would have hated seeing all of those matches.
2: That would have totally sucked. Yeah.
1: We're here to fix.
2: Real quick before we get to I, – because I, we do need to go over the main of quote-unquote main event uh i've i've abs i've destroyed wwe for this and so now AEW it's your it's your turn uh and specifically uh probably cody rhodes is responsible for this but who are your baby faces and who are your heels uh i'm gonna specifically point to two examples one lance archer lance archer was a baby face on sunday night but he basically just kind of heel promo and threatened Sting. So is he a heel now? And then Jake Roberts. Bastinger. Jake, shut up. Shut up. Stop talking. Stay off the television. You're awful. But but what are we doing with T's guy? I mean, it, it see a face? Is he a heel? What's it why does he have a beef with Sting? Sting didn't do anything to him. All Sting did was just come out to talk about his match that he had at the pay-per-view. It, is a wookie. It does not make sense. Now let's move on real quick to Penta. Uh, is he a heel now? It, are, it, is, is he still part of Death Triangle? Because he just cut an absolute heel promo on Cody Rhodes. I mean, the, the segment wasn't bad, but... It doesn't make sense because Phoenix and Pac are presented as baby faces. Penta totally acting like a heel.
0: So, where are we going with this? Penta's a heel. The other two are baby faces. Are they still a group? Are they not a group? Where are you going? And then lastly, so Eddie Kingston's now a babyface. Uh, okay. All right. But now Butcher, Blade, and Bunny are now signed to Matt Hardy? What? What are. What are, Great what? explanation there. What? That,
2: to say it doesn't make sense it doesn't even come close to explain it. What what are we doing? Butcher Blade and Bunny are actually three of the people who are <laughs> interesting to me. And now you're just gonna lump them in with Matt Hardy for no reason whatsoever, other than Matt Hardy needs money. What benefit does this is this for Butcher Blade and Bunny?
0: What right. are we do? What are we doing?
1: And the answer is not. Yeah, it's it's nonsensical. If you want to do that, if you, if you want to have a, a Bobby Heenan style trade or a slick acquire or somebody, then just do it. Right. But and don't just do yeah. it as a throwaway comment. It's just it's so lazy. Again, this and is.
2: I'm loving I'm loving the comments by the hardcore AEW fans who are desperately trying to defend the show. Oh, man, this was so great. We got all these new feuds. We got new storylines. They don't make sense. Again, Lance Archer calling out Sting. Why? For what? So now he apparently is a heel. Penta now apparently is a heel while the other two are babyfaces. And now Butcher, Blade, and Bunny. Talk about somebody I want to see more of would be bunny
1: i've been told by legal that take uh, that any way you want Been told by legal that i should stop telling people to slide into our dms yes you should because it's uh, anyway but just saying bunny take those two comments together
2: but so now you're just throwing them in with matt hardy So so the Eddie Kingston family is dead. So Eddie Kingston is just basically saying, screw you three, I'm choosing this guy who just two weeks ago I hated and wanted to get out of my life. That. That Booker of the Year Tony Khan is brilliant. It is. Now listen, it's just...
1: You're in your way so much, Tony Khan. You really are. Um, And I know a lot of this is there is say from other people. But again, the other people you're giving are the talents who have never held this job. Cody Bros has gone on record constantly of saying uh, heels and faces is an outdated philosophy. No, it's not.
2: No, it isn't.
1: No, it's not. How you present them can always change. You can present a Stone Cold Steve Austin as – I mean he, he was a heel, but he was a face though too. And, it, okay. and he never – and he didn't flip back and forth between them. It was just no.
0: – He was always, who he
1: was. They always put him in feuds that people were sympathetic to him, and he could just be who he was. That is different than – Half of a faction being one way and the other half being another. It's different between um, Lance Archer flip-flopping between face and heel. They have to be established. Your own JR talks about it all the time is you have to have stakes in the match. And the stakes have to be you want one person to kick another person's ass. Is generally what they all kind of boil down to. and you're just not doing that so there's a lot no you're to fix. Really not um but again luckily we're 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 here all right
2: i i think the last thing just to cover is I, we do have to cut co- we need to cover the inner circle war council um yeah. I, it was the major part of the show it was well, but let's let's take us let's take a trip in the way back machine
1: so MJF, after several months, and this is in November,
2: I want to say? Something like that. November, October. I don't remember.
1: November, October, because they, they went
0: to Vegas in December, I believe.
2: Yeah. Um, And that was right
0: after. And via him, Wardlow, to get part of the inner circle. Okay.
1: Now. Can we all think really hard about what they have, they pronouns pal, the inner circle has
2: accomplished in that time since they've come over? Um, I know the answer. I know the answer. Jack? Shit. That's the right
1: answer. So it's now March. So let's be generous and say that they've been together as a faction um,
2: for four and a half months. All right. So it was it was November. It was at their November pay-per-view full gear where uh, MJF beat Jericho to join go. the inner circle. Go. So, yeah. So, yeah. four So about four and a half months.
1: So you want these turns, and inevitable as it was, and we're fine with that, is, or I should say I am, I should speak for for Randall, but I'm fine with that. But what I want is, I want there to be something on the line. Now, if you did this during the match with the Young Bucks, where he hits the Judas effect and he's going to go pin, and then you have Wardlow come through and just spear the crap out of him. And then MGF get on his face and um just beat the crap out of him. I'm uh I'm good with that.
2: Yeah. But no. Th- this seemed, th- this was incredibly rushed.
0: It was. It's rushed and there's
1: and nothing was at stake. And and even more so Nothing changed. They're going to leave and the inner circle is going to be the exact same. They didn't take anybody with them. No. So like all these weeks where seemingly he's really been getting into um, in deep with and getting thick with uh, Santana and Ortiz you would think maybe maybe that means that they're coming with him yeah i know sam kapara comes back everyone goes back to normal and now they're just they're in a new faction
0: right right so this whole time
2: this this whole time what mjf was doing was building a new faction
0: to take out the faction that he wanted to join because he needed a faction. So instead of just building... What? Exactly.
2: <laughs> what? Now look, I, I, I have no problem with this new faction. I don't. Uh, it, it doesn't no. bother me at all.
1: It, it, but that's what
2: that's the issue. But why <clears throat> Excuse me Talking about this is flaring up my COVID um, Why wouldn't you just Have him Lose And not join the inner circle And get revenge By having You know what I mean But yeah.
0: you know Instead, you went through four and a half months of nothing. Literally nothing. Everything that was done was just absolutely negated. For what?
2: For what purpose? Oh, I was trying to drive a wedge between Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho, and it worked. Well, obviously it didn't.
1: Uh, It didn't? and and Because
2: Chris Jericho just said... Do you think that none of us talked to each other, so basically they knew the whole time right? Then why was
0: Sammy kicked out of the group? It's just just bad just bad storytelling it really is it It makes no sense.
2: I don't get it but okay that being said and I did say one of the last notes I had on this was this makes zero sense um that being said I I am kind of curious about this MJF faction yeah MJF Wardlow Sean Spears FTR uh Tully Blanchard okay I'm I'm good Uh, okay i liked i liked group yeah but so are the inner circle baby faces now
1: again what we just got to because i Uh, don't care about two heels two people i want to see get their asses handed to them i don't i i don't it's only gonna it's not gonna be as satisfying if it's that way so i i i don't get it
2: yeah i it doesn't yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah, this
1: was this was confusing. And again, it's just a confusing way to end the night. Then, I mean, and I won't go into because we've already gone into this, but because there's not much said, nothing big there. But then again, what is our number one criticism in WWE? Well, one of. And that is people coming in and going right to the title.
2: I God I almost forgot about this.
1: so now again, they haven't put them into anything yet, but it looks like it, but at least right now that's what it looks like. <sighs> why put them right to the title?
2: Well and, and again this also goes this also goes back to what Roland was talking about earlier you're aew you're the anti-wwe you're gonna promote all of these new up-and-coming young stars oh so your 47 year old free agent acquisition his first feud is going to be against kenny omega but i thought jungle boy was so amazing and this legit threat i thought darby allen was the toughest guy ever right i thought brian cage was a total badass But no, here's Christian Cage going to come in and job out yep. to Kenny Omega. Yeah, That's great, Mr. Booker of the Year. I... Why don't you just have him come in and just feud with somebody? Uh, if you want him coming in as a babyface, have him feud with Matt Hardy. He got a natural feud right there. Have him feud with uh, you. Just obviously you've just turned Lance Archer. Have him feud with Lance Archer. Have him feud with Scorpio Sky. Why does he have to challenge for the title immediately? Assuming that's the direction you're going in.
1: Right. No. Again, build him. I- even even I hate this and we we it's not but it just it would still be better than going Why not have him step up to 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 the good brothers? Yeah. You know, anything like that or like you said, you just turn Lance Archer. Like have there's so many people that he can go through to start building him as this again. You're not WWE, right? You don't bring people in for gimmicks to just be in one little quick feud and then be out. Uh,
2: Because it seems like that's what you're doing.
1: feels like it's what you're doing. Again, I'm cool with you copying things because, again, to have an original idea is is very difficult anymore.
2: It's a copycat industry. It always has been. Yeah. It's in
1: this entertainment in general. Again, the NWO is just an invasion angle that they did in Japan. And Bishop fully has always admitted to that yeah he he in no way says that he you know
2: but but you know who didn't know that probably 90 percent of the fans watching monday nitro i didn't yep no i had
1: no idea so so especially when you can find stuff that people don't know that's great but but you're doing the opposite you're taking the stuff they do know that they don't like and giving that to them yeah So (sighs) so again we appreciate as always you giving us so many things to fix um
2: Yes, tell me, us at Randall Show. Just slide into the DMs. We'll talk. We can make your show better. Anytime. Anytime. Then, like, we'll, listen, we'll stop doing this and we'll do just, it. We're just two idiot fans. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, I mean, at Randall Show, tell me where our ideas aren't better than theirs. Yeah.
1: D- tell us how we're not laying out things better. And I get people can say, "Oh, it's super easy." And I, listen, we're, we're happy to figure out. Do you tell us what all the other difficulties are? We'll work around them. Because yeah. here's the thing: this is where you're not WWE. You don't have stockholders. You're not trying to appease the world. Yeah. So there are things that I, when when Bruce lets it's you know peeks back the curtain a little bit. And honestly, more you get it from Bischoff when his brief tenure there, and he talks about all the things that go into making decisions and and with booking and um, all the things that you're involved with. You know, you can start to understand a little bit. It doesn't excuse it as a fan, because, again, all I care about is the entertainment. and That's all you should care about. You're not – I don't care how the Little Debbie factory works. Really don't. I just want my oatmeal pies.
2: (laughs) I just want my snacky cakes, ladies and gentlemen. So.
1: But like you can at least understand it a little bit. AEW has no such things. They don't run house shows. They said that they're never going to. They've got now their second little YouTube show. They're performing at the same place. They have their entire staff other than a couple injuries, only a couple injuries, that are out. You have everything. Everything's in place for you. Tony Khan, you choose for it to be this bad. Choose. It's a a conscious choice you make. Why you make it, I don't know. But again, all the stuff we're giving you here, that's great. We're happy to do it at Jacksonville Stadium. I can see my my good best friend uh, and leader of the Communist Party, Herman Meyer. Only one of those is a joke, and if you listen to the other show,
2: you'll know which. (laughs) Um... Jim I mean, Harbaugh is a great, a great American.
1: American. Exactly. <laughs> so, listen, I'll, I'll be happy to come out to Jacksonville. I'll be happy to do this through, through Zoom meetings. Randall will as well. Because, and because we're not doing the YouTube show yet, the background from both of us right now has the two best things in wrestling. One is the hurt business, the other is the way. And you don't have anything that comes close to them. And again, take every single one of these people, all four of them, outside of Johnny Gargano. Where were they six months ago? Where were they a year ago? Where were they two years ago? And the answer is outside of Johnny Gargano, they were nothing. In the greater scheme of things. It's not to belittle them personally. But no, it's, just it's just
2: where, where they were.
1: Shelton Regiment couldn't
2: get on TV. Cedric Candace, Alexander
1: couldn't star on 305
2: Live. Candice LeRae was floundering. She was babyface job girl. Indy yep. Hartwell was in the performance center. Austin Theory, six months ago, walked off the set. I mean, storyline, but.
1: Yeah. But again, a year ago was, was nobody. MVP was just bouncing around.
2: Yeah. Bobby and, Lashley was in some of the worst shit ever yeah now look at where they are
1: two best things in wrestling and again everyone fears what wwe is going to do with the hurt business but there is i mean again if, if and i have i will maintain this if they can do this for another 12 months yeah. they will be as great but- as the Horsemen to me
2: legit concern that they're going to take the tag titles off of Benjamin and Alexander next Monday night. Yeah. Legit concern. Yep.
1: But if they can hold their crap together for another year and they hold the boat, they both hold the belts for tag titles, at least two to three months the, uh the heavyweight he, yeah, he has the heavyweight, he has the black yeah. one, um, right. the heavyweight uh, to SummerSlam and they make it to another WrestleMania as a group. And especially if they end up batting, which I think is that's why I'm rooting harder than ever for them to add a woman because I think that will kind of ensure their longevity a little bit. But yeah. again, you can do things like that. And we can help you edit. You can get the free version here every weekend at Randall and Roland Fixed Wrestling. Or you can get the exclusive paid version also means we stopped fixing the other shows as well yeah so that's what we're here for we're here every week to fix what's wrong with pro wrestling as we cannot wait for it to be uh good or at least better than where it is uh again i have to say this overall for the for the pay-per-view uh randall coined it perfectly it was a class of the champions um was it was it horrific but it, it it wasn't PPV worthy.
2: Yeah. No. I, I put a thumbs in the middle on that show, and part of the problem was you completely under delivered on your big promises. And then and then you turned around and blamed everybody else and insulted the intelligence of your fans. Yep. Good call. So that's how you
1: great, that's how you
2: Great Job, Tony Khan.
1: So until next time when more things need fixing.
0: I am Roland. Here's Randall. Adios.